Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello everyone, I am Katie Petrick, joined by the pumpkin spice fanatic known as Mr. David Fiorazzo. Before we do get started today, I just wanted to mention that we've launched a new educated YouTube channel, and here's a quick teaser of it. Hey everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm David. We have a brand new show called Educated that exposes the craziness taking place in schools and college campuses across the country. While some stories are incredibly important, don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Others showcase just how laughably bad our education system has fallen. What's the capital of the United States? There's a capital? Uh, probably California. So we already subscribed. It's brand new. If you want to stay informed on what's being taught and not taught in today's schools, please subscribe to our brand new educated channel on YouTube and click the bell for notifications. New shows air Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. Central, and we also release shorter segments of trending stories that are easy to watch and share. Thanks for your support, and as always, stay educated. All right, so hopefully we beg, we plead, we do all the things that you will subscribe to the new channel. Again, it's on the YouTube. <laughs> it's stayeducated.org, the website for us. And if you wanna, you wanna subscribe, that'd be just delightful for the YouTube channel, really help us grow and get this information out. Because as much as, you know, sometimes this information isn't, uh, isn't the happiest, sometimes it is. And more importantly, it's important that we are informing everyone. So again, YouTube, subscribe, visit us also at stayeducated.org. We'd love it. All right, but we're going to get to the actual stories now. We have a Texas teacher who is looking for a new job after she was caught defending pedophiles to students in her class. David, what happened in Texas? Okay, well, first of all, the husband is coming back with a different story, but a uh, Texas teacher was fired for telling students don't judge people for wanting to have sex with five-year-olds and asking them apparently to call pedophiles minor attracted persons in a disturbing classroom clip posted to TikTok. Now, you need, why don't we just go right to the clip, Katie? What do you think? So we can hear the words so you guys can understand this actually happened. But listen to her tone and anything you can take away from it. Go ahead. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it. Diego. Yeah, no, We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a popular. Okay, so Amber Parker. Uh, he, she taught English at Franklin School in El Paso, was sacked from her job after making the comments that were captured on video and subsequently shared to social media. Katie, I want to stop right there for a moment because we're only hearing primarily about stories in classrooms on teachers that were captured on video, right? Mm -hmm. And so some people go, okay, these stories are extreme. These are lone rangers. But there's so many of them that probably go on that we've been warning about that are not 
captured on video, but we're getting examples every day, every day, countless stories similar to this. If it's not social justice grooming, it's talking about the transgender issue, pushing that, keeping pronouns private from parents. So what are your thoughts on just that briefly? I know we're straying from the story a little bit. Well, this, this speaks to a, a broader issue. Ever since cell phones and technology and social media and all mm. of that has really uh, grown in prevalence, it's become, it's kind of like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it the teachers were that bad or that the social media made the teachers worse and then because now we're highlighting what's happening, it's, it's, it's like a, a, which one is causing which to, to really grow. This is an instance, I think, if we wanna talk specifically about this, you have an 18 second clip yeah. uh, of this teacher and you, you heard what she said, you know, you can't call them pedophiles, minor attracted persons. We've been talking for years now, MAPS is what it is, that, that minor attracted persons, yep. uh, MAP, MAP. So whether or not she was being plain devil's advocate or whether she was serious about this, it caused her to get fired nonetheless, no matter what. Um, it's a matter of why did that the student have the cell phone to begin with to capture this in this instance, if this is true, that she was truly advocating for for pedophiles, um, then I'm glad that, that that student did have yep. the actual phone and was able to capture it. But this has been happening for years now where students are more worried about capturing their teachers saying something than actually learning. And then we have the teachers who are more caring more about going on TikTok than actually teaching, so. <laughs> well, I'll never forget, and your point about social media is interesting. Matt Walsh said, there should be cameras in every public school classroom across the country that parents can access at any time upon request. I agree with him, but why aren't there? Because they want to keep, they don't want to keep what they're, they don't want to allow that to get out what they're actually teaching, the indoctrination they would tell you about. Now, we did get uh, word from someone on the board. His name is uh, Daniel Call. He says, uh, I understand that at one of our high schools today, uh, an English teacher tried to normalize uh, pedophilia by telling students that there's nothing wrong with adults wanting to have sex with children as young as five. I've seen a video of the exchange and it is revolting. I normally try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt, but this is where I draw the line. Pedophilia is sick and is always wrong. No politically correct acronym can make it right. Update, it is being reported that this teacher's comments were taken out of context. A spokeswoman from the district stated, any allegation of potential misconduct is investigated thoroughly and the safety of our students is a top priority. As this is a personnel matter, no further information will be shared at this time. And that's when the husband of Amber Parker actually made statements and responded to what Daniel had said. Uh, the husband, said Mr. Daniel Call, I happen to be the husband of the teacher in question. I can tell you that we were shaken to the core about these accusations. It is both scary and disturbing that an edited 18 second clip could destroy a 30 year career when taken completely out of context. She is exemplary as a teacher and truly cares about the students. Needless to say, we have spent many sleepless nights because of this cruel release to social media of the 18 seconds. We pray that you and the rest of the board will see this for what it is and not allow an edited video destroy uh, an innocent woman, her career and her family in the process. I wanna thank you personally for the updated post to begin to right this wrong. So what's interesting is in the originally, like why was this even being brought up mm -hmm. is because the students were preparing to read the crucible. So 
she if she was playing devil's advocate and saying you know pretending that she has you know we have to defend and we you can't call them you know pedophiles they have to be minor attracted persons we weren't in the classroom we don't know and because we only have that 18 seconds this is what we're going off of and still to come a teacher in rhode island is now on leave after a group of middle school students created a special database to track his creepy interactions with girls that's next if you have a smartphone tablet roku or apple tv consider downloading the freedom project media app it's 100 percent free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Well, middle schoolers can surprise you, and chivalry is not dead. So we have a story uh, talking about some, well, at the time, sixth grade boys who have, over the years, uh, sixth grade, uh, beginning in sixth grade boys at Davisville Middle School in Rhode Island, who noticed that one of their teachers, who was also a coach, happened to get way too close in up close and personal with a lot of female students. And so this teacher coach, who we don't have the name of, uh, actually made the girls at some times dance for him. Whoa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And then he'd give them pet names and all this. So these boys, <laughs> they decided, hey, we're going to keep track of this. We're going to like write down actually and text one another what this teacher is doing because this group of eight boys thought that he was a creep. These are smart boys, middle schoolers. They are smart. Uh, so they kept this log of all the uh, interactions that they deemed to be inappropriate wow. uh, between that coach slash teacher and the girls in the class. And the teacher now, because the boys were able to turn this evidence over, the teacher is now said to be on administrative leave and under investigation. So. Yeah. Kudos yeah, to these but, young but men. But likely paid administratively. Yeah, it's always, we emphasize it's always that. Paid. It's always paid. It's always Take paid, Take some time David. off. We'll pay you Come for it, now. but we're just going to investigate. Now, of course, uh, they dubbed this log the pedo database. <laughs> I well, wonder why. I like how it says he'd treat the students like he was Joe Biden spotting a girl in pigtails. Whoopsie. Hey, Yikes. yo. Hey, yo. Uh, now, the uh, written records, because they've been talking about this for longer than that, but the written records actually began in January of 2021 as a way for them to gather the evidence. Um, and in that group chat that you saw, one boy actually wrote, this is now the official chat that we will later use as evidence against the teacher about pedophilia in case anything does come up in the future and we do turn out to be right. So their instinct, knowing that like, ugh, what this guy is doing, it just feels wrong. Yeah. Their instinct was absolutely correct. And so the teacher's identity, <clears throat> again, has not been made public, uh, but the local teachers and the students know who he is as they've said we it's always you think back to your own maybe local high school middle school days there's always even around town if you if you're from a small town you understand this wholeheartedly there's that one person 
that one guy. And in this case, they have this one guy being a teacher and a coach. So I'm happy that these boys uh, have done something about it. My question is, uh, it makes you wonder how long this was going on before they finally started documenting. Oh. Uh, this happens all the time, I'm sure. And also it makes you wonder how much of this is going on. I, I, something that really stood out to me is that uh, one boy said uh, the girls feeling uncomfortable, uh, quote, sometimes they'd laugh, sometimes they'd just kind of sit there awkwardly. Even the ones that said he was creepy laughed because they were obviously not trying to tick him off, so they're just fake laughing awkwardly. And I, that speaks volumes because the girls, they knew something was wrong too, but what are you going to say if you try to report a teacher, you'll get in trouble well, and that's the thing is because there's a f one family of one of the middle school girls who actually they have attorneys and they said they reported to the school officials about this guy and they were, quote, met with deliberate indifference. Whoa. Quote. Yeah. So, so previously? Yeah. So the teacher was removed from coaching only after <clears throat> a restraining order had to be taken out. It was it was threatened. It was threatened to be taken out. Um by that family. Only once they did that was a school like, oh man, maybe this is a little bit serious. Maybe we should like, mm, I don't know, not have him coach anymore. And here's the thing, especially because we're talking middle school. Think back again to your middle school days wow. and how much you don't, and it's in, when you are a teacher, you are an adult authoritative figure in a middle schooler's life, you really have to understand how much influence you have over what they're doing because at that that's a tender age a very very i mean hormones a lot of things are happening they're trying to you know a lot of them just want to get along to go or go along to get along and that's probably what is happening with these girls where they're like well he's an authoritative figure oh he's the coach and a teacher i can't you know i can't say anything i'll just laugh at his awkward creepy jokes and i'm glad that again chivalry is not dead we had eight boys who said no let's keep track of this yeah. and turn it over yeah so i'm glad we're talking about this again for those of you that are new uh viewers of the show i come from a family of teachers i don't enjoy talking about what's going on but it is probably at a more massive level than we even realize all right when we come back one in four jesuit catholic universities cover gender affirming treatment and yet people keep giving them money that's next uneducated Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Well then, uh, we have a new statistic for you. <laughs> One in four Jesuit Catholic universities are now covering gender-affirming treatment. What? Yay! Uh, at least seven of the 27 Catholic universities in this country are covering gender-affirming treatment in their student health plans. Okay, Catholic universities, gender-affirming treatment. David, go. Can we just say, even in the Catholic Bible, it still says God created them male and female. female. So yeah. you've got to reject God. You've got to reject creation, family, marriage, and all that stuff to get to this point where a so-called Catholic, and I will say parenthetically, I'll insert Christian universities. I mean, there are others that are doing the same thing. 
So this is now this trend, and it's absolutely, well, it's not surprising. That, that it is not. But we have examples. Uh, we have Fordham <laughs> University, which covers medically necessary surgical hormone replacement therapy and counseling. I feel like number one should just be counseling, but not of the kind. They, medically they are necessary. Mm -hmm. yeah, and this certainly. is according to the benefits summary document of a health insurance plan that was uh, provided by Aetna. It also covers elective abortions. Wait, wait, what? Uh, yes, elective abortions, despite, again, still Catholics. Catholic churches stands against killing preborn babies. But no, no, it's okay because we're a university. Is that why they're okay with doing it? That, that's where we're at. David, what's another university we have on here? Boston College. Boston. Not too far from Boston Harbor. They cover breast reduction, breast augmentation, breast implants, or breast prosthetic devices for only for the purposes of gender-affirming or gender dysphoria treatment, according to an insurance certificate from Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare. Now, I don't care. I do care. But this is ridiculous. These universities are taking this step this far and saying, okay, this is now going to be part covered under our insurance plans, and we're going to help college kids. Still, these kids are still making important decisions even at that age. So it's, it's a dangerous thing they're doing. Well, I mean, if you're going to pay all this money to go to these universities, you might as well get some perks. So I, I guess even if you truly don't believe in any of this gender-affirming stuff, but you're maybe uh, a female and you need either breast reduction or breast augmentation, just claim to be a male and say, even as a male, I identify as needing or needing less or more in that area. <laughs> so it, what is happening at our universities is pretty much anything but education. Mm. And as witnessed here, especially even at the Catholic universities where they're going completely against doctrine, but hey, <laughs> what do I know? The I'm just here. Yep, the college fix attempted to get in touch with all these universities and, of course, got no response. Oh, I am shocked. <laughs> all right, before we go, is up next. Plus, David and I continue to give us, give you, I guess, all of the little fun facts about our lives. So stick around. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. Okay, before we go, let's start in North Dakota, where age is just a number to a man living his dream by playing college football at the age of 49. Ray Rushell is a 17-year veteran of the North Dakota National Guard and now the newest freshman addition to the Wildcats of North Dakota State College of Science. Let's take a look. They've all been very receptive of me coming in and playing because at first they were like they thought I was another football coach <laughs> on our first day of camp. Uh, then that's whenever I got in line to get pads. That's where they're like, wait a minute, you're playing? See, Rochelle is 49 years old, which for most prospective freshman student-athletes may pose too much a challenge. Not quite for the 17-year-long active duty member currently in the North Dakota Army National Guard. So I've been surrounded by young people throughout my military career. And so on and off the field, these guys are really, truly tremendous. Uh, I try to instill, like, that's what I'm talking about. 
being punctual, being awake, to just do my hardest. As important as locking blocks, stopping touchdowns, and winning games is, Rochelle says his goals remain simple. I want to live life. I, I'd re If I had the chance and I didn't take it, I would regret it. Um, I had the chance, and I'm taking it, and I'm living life to the fullest. Wow, he didn't, didn't actually look as limber as some of the youngsters, but Ray is actually the second oldest player in NCAA history. The oldest to ever suit up was 55 years old. Katie, quite the story. Is there any sport you would go back to high school or college for? Absolutely. You Baseball, softball. You would? Oh, yeah. I could play right now. Let's go. Well, softball, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, but not baseball? All right. We head from the heartland to the big city as one man in New York has created quite the lucrative business for himself, not on Wall Street, but actually walking the street with dogs. I love dogs. Ryan Stewart is a professional dog walker and his services are in such high demand. He makes roughly 60 bucks an hour walking three to five dogs at a time. Let's take a stroll, shall we? I wouldn't even say that I love dogs. I would say that I refuse to have a life that does not have dogs in it. Who I am is someone who wants dogs around. I don't even think of myself as loving dogs. It's just they're almost like an extension. Like I don't love my right hand, you know? It's just there. It's almost like I'm like a member of a dog pack. I'm Ryan Stewart. I have a small dog walking company in Long Island City called Ryan for Dogs. And without a college degree, I've managed to make six figures a year walking dogs, doing something I love. Oh my goodness, actors. Anyway, in the end, Ryan says his passion for dog walking helps him rake in over 120 grand a year. Katie, I think uh, we might start thinking about something on the side here. Maybe doing a little side hustle. I have enough side hustle gigs, but that one certainly pays way more. Wow. That's awesome. Speaking wow. of big money, just across the pond, a gentleman was given some shocking news after he bought or he brought a prized statue to the Antiques Roadshow to be appraised. Estimated value of the statue, $286,000. At least it was until the appraiser told him what it was actually worth. Watch this. One of these made, I think, a few years ago, made a quarter of a million pounds. But unfortunately, <laughs> this one is a very fine copy. Right. It's slightly the wrong size. This was probably made in about 1980. Wow. And one like this is probably worth about 150 pounds. Unfortunately, not the quarter of a million that one of them actually made. Uh, it's a lot more than I paid for it, so I'm happy. <laughs> it's fantastic. I think it's 100 times more than you paid for it, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. There you yes. go. Wow, so as the owner mentioned, in the end, he bought the statue 10 years ago for roughly two bucks, and today it's worth $172. Katie, how about you? Have you ever stumbled on anything like unique treasures worthy of big bucks? I haven't, but I remember when I was a kid, my best friend and I were down by the pond or whatever, and we dug up what just turned out to be like old pottery that was like shattered, but we thought it was the biggest treasure. Like, oh my gosh, we're gonna make a million dollars. We were like seven. And so we spend our afternoon digging up all these old clay pot pieces. But what about yourself? You thought you were doing archeology. span We thought we were like gonna make a million dollars. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I thought about burying something and Ooh, nice. wondered if future generations would find it, think it's worth something. Anyway, that wraps up this segment. More to come next time. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere.
before we let you go, David and I want to connect with you even more out there. So what better way to do that than obviously to share our just daily fun facts. And today, my fun fact is that when I was a newspaper editor, I once was able to go film on Lambeau Field. Now, I was actually only taking photos of it, uh, what my community newspaper local football team it was the middle school football team. So I only got to be on the field pregame and then at halftime. But I can say I was on Lambeau Field taking photos. And in that Lambeau Leap, I could even jump up there. Wow. That's very. That's insane. almost even more impressive. It and is. the shout out to mom and dad was this is true. a nice I, touch. I had to do that. Yeah. Well, my fun fact of the day is I was a licensed, I am licensed, and uh, I was a Christian pastor 2015, um, an associate pastor of a church from 2018 to 2020. And so uh, I got a little taste of that life, and that was very difficult, trying to work a couple different jobs and be a pastor. Some men do it, but most pastors are full-time, and that's all they do. You know, the teaching, the counseling, the taking care of church administration, so... Tough job. It's, it's, if you would get that side hustle with the dog walking, then you could be yes. the pastor full-time then instead of doing what you're doing now. Or Well, I like what I'm doing Oh, okay. Now. Well, then you could continue doing this. Oh. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. As always, please do smash, punch, do whatever it is to make sure you hit the like button and share the show if you're on the social media, which I, I assume you are. And again, don't forget... We've got that brand new educated YouTube channel where we're going to release full episodes, but also some shorter clips and other fun stuff along the way. So please, please do subscribe to that page. That's the best way for you to be informed and to stay educated. So visit stayeducated.org and then click on the YouTube button for that. So for David and myself, thank you today for taking some time to watch, to listen, to support all that we are doing here. And until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.